Thank you for being here again. We have uh, James Cross with us today. He is a director at the BBC Creative, an inside creative agency, which we believe whose ambition is to be the world's best broadcaster. Is that right, James? Uh, well, yeah, to be the, we're an in-house agency, advertising agency within the BBC. Our ambition is to be uh, the best agency in the world for the best broadcaster in the world or something, something like that. <laughs> wow, those are pretty heavy words. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm eager just to hear your, your story. Why don't you begin by, on that path? Tell us what happened. Sure, I mean, I mean, it's a, a lofty, um, a lofty ambition, but I think we always, um, we, all, we always believe at BBC Creative, and I think this is what attracted um, me to BBC Creative, is that why, you know, why wouldn't you try and be the, the best in the world at what you do? Why don't you look at what everyone else is doing and, and try to beat it? Um, and that's that's our ethos. And you know, ninety nine times out of a hundred, we don't we don't produce the best work in the world, but we, we have a good go. We, we really try. Uh, and then every so often we, you know, we kind of hit a home run and uh, we do something good and worthwhile. So it's going well. BBC Creative is um, about five years old. As I say, it, we exist within the BBC. So um, the BBC being such a sort of huge broadcaster, there's so many facets to the business. So it is like working at, at the best agency in the world, in in my view, in terms of the briefs and the opportunities we get. Um, we often say that uh, most of us in the commercial world are trying to get our work into popular culture, whereas the advantage of being within a, a broadcaster, whether it be you know uh, Netflix or or Apple or the BBC, is that you're kind of already within cult popular culture, and it, it does make our life easier. It gives us a an advantage when we start, but whenever when the world's looking at you, you kind of want to do the best work. So um, it informs everything we do, absolutely. And how do you make that happen? I mean, you hired the most talented people, or you have a very straightforward vision, or you have uh, good alliances with the BBC and other um, production networking agencies. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, we always, I mean, we always look for the, the the best talent. So I only want to work with the, the most talented people. And I think, you know, ta talent's important, but it's also, I'd look for the quality of someone that works hard. It kind of, uh, effort kind of outweighs talent a lot of the time. If someone's willing to sort of, put a huge amount of effort into what they do and go above and beyond maybe what you'd expect. You know, if we're going to produce something in stop motion animation, we could quite easily do that in CGI, for example, but where's the fun in that? Well, that's just completely ordinary to do that. Let's go the extra mile. Um, but we go, we absolutely go in search of the, the best people we believe for that job. Um, and, you know, obviously those that are willing and, and within budget, often the, the very best people know their worth. So you're not going to always get those people. But we um, will always go to those people and we won't just take them a production job. We like to collaborate with any of our, our suppliers, any director or animation company or, or whatever it is. Um, you know, we kind of, I, I believe you should let other people make you look good. It's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not the expert in animation, but I'm going to hire someone who's an expert in animation. So I'm going to let them be an expert in animation. I'm going to have a point of view, but I'm certainly not going to tell them what it is. And I think that, that relationship of allowing people to express themselves 
and do and do the things they want to do and you know push themselves and you know i i just i love it and we all we all thrive off each other that way um just being collaborative and honest is is the way to get the most out of of any job and then that therefore can attract the the more talented people because you give them a bit more of a blank canvas um and what's to work on Okay, so your agency uh, works to uh, broadcast or work in the marketing of the BBC and yeah. you work with material that the BBC decides is the one that wants to you know, broadcast to the mm -hmm. whole world. And it's not something you decide. I mean, they just give you the material or they give you the subjects that you have to yeah, work Yeah, they give, it, it depends really. There's, I mean, we have levels of, of brief. So the, uh, our agency uh, makes something in the region of 2,000 bits of work a year. So it's a huge wow. amount. <laughs> That's not, a lot. It's a huge amount. And we can, we're a big agency, but not every... Every single piece is something we originate, so it's not something we film. Often okay. we will take, um, if we're promoting uh, a, a series of films like Steve McQueen's Small Acts, we take the footage from that show and cut it up into trailers, essentially, And you know, as you get in the movies. Um, and then you know, we might think of something beyond that where we can do something maybe off the screen. So the BBC don't pay for... Um, they haven't got a huge media budget so they're not paying for the these these things that we create to be here there and everywhere so sometimes we have to go off the tv to convert the people that you know convert the people that aren't watching the bbc so we might do something experiential or something outdoors on a billboard um a game that's just exciting uh and you know creative it's original and it has to be something you've never seen before and that way we can get you know, the, the press interested and we can get, it becomes a story. Um, and that's how, how we achieve, achieve fame. Um, okay, so you, you have your research team also. I mean, you might be interested in su subjects coming out of Latin America, for example, is that right? Uh, is that a possibility? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, uh, the, B the BBC in sort of editorial cover, cover so many things. So there, there is programming coming from sort of Latin America. Um, and equally, you know, we, we regularly look at the, um, what's coming out of, of the region as well creatively. There's some uh, fantastic work. We're very much exposed to the work that comes out of uh, Brazil or Argentina. Probably they, they're the dominant markets that we see. Um, but what's great about the creative industry that if it doesn't matter where you are in the world, if someone does something good and interesting enough, it just it spreads around the globe and it, it's really exciting to see. So the BBC has a streaming service. They have like Netflix or at HBO. Yeah. They have one. Yeah, they have. Uh, the BBC has uh, a system called BBC iPlayer, which is is actually existed. I don't know how long it's been around. Maybe twenty years or so. And it's oh. it's a it's a struggle to keep up. So Netflix are, are, are kind of leading the way in Disney Plus. Um, so the BBC is very much having to change from just being a TV station. Uh, to be a, a, a content provider. Um, so okay. it's a, a really exciting and nervous time for the BBC, which is publicly funded. Um, it's 100 years old, the BBC, this year. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's a, an exciting time. There's lots of nervous people, but I think I think we're doing okay. And I'm curious, I'm curious about your your your, your career right now as a creative director. I would like to know how, 
what is, I mean, what is, or are the qualities of being a creative director? I kind of think it's, I like to think creative direction is em empowering people and giving, giving people working uh, for me, self-belief and confidence to sort of take risks and, and push themselves uh, beyond their, their comfort zone. Um, I, I like I like to enable. I like to use my experience when it's needed. But generally, it's you know I don't like to put my ideas onto someone else and say, "Oh, do this," because I'm think it's kind of it's that's not the job. The job is this person's got an idea. How can I help that idea become the best it can possibly be? How can I use my contacts and influence to get that director who might not otherwise be interested in this project? Um, Great. So, yeah, so it's a big responsibility, and yeah, I'm really, really grateful for it. Yeah, it's a big responsibility. As you just mentioned at the beginning, trying to be the best and in the world, it's um, it's uh, it's a big burden. Now, um, mm -hmm. in that regard, trying to be the best means that uh, in order to work with you or for you or for the BBC, someone in Latin America has to be very unique. Um, is mm -hmm. at least that's what we 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 can sh we can see it right now. Uh, based on your experience, do you think that might be um, an opportunity for someone that stands out uh, in in Latin America as far as uh, their talent in creativity, uh, digital animation, texturing, or Unreal Engine? Any of those topics? Any of those uh, skills? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think. The world right now, we're you know like now we're existing on Zoom essentially. Um, I think there, there's huge opportunity for people. The, the world has become a, a very smaller place. It's the the benefit of coronavirus, right? It's everything. We're all together now. Um, and in our minds, in my mind, certainly, if someone is hugely talented, I don't I don't care where they're from. If they're interested and in you know they've got something a particularly unique skill or a, a technique that would lend itself to an idea we have, and you know it can be mutually beneficial. We can we can give that person an amazing platform, and they can they can make us look great as well. So it's kind of win win. Um, but yeah, we're absolutely open minded. We worked um, we did a film for uh, the Tokyo Olympics this year, which. Um, we directed uh, from London. It was shot in Tokyo, and the art director was in New York. So we were kind of oh, wow. working all around. So it was really, really, really big jobs. Um, and equally, in when we did the 2018 World Cup campaign, you know, we had people on the ground in Russia. We used artists um, in Russia uh, to do, to get that authenticity. Um, but there's some amazing talent and so many agencies will dip into the Latin American markets. The more present, I believe, people are, you know, on social media, which is where we get a lot of our inspiration. Uh, if you're pushing your work, like if you're making sure your work's getting seen uh, as best you can, it will get seen by someone. And if you're if you're talented and you've got something unique, you will you will work with someone exciting. And, and for example, how do you measure for the success of someone who is an entry level and an entry level or very junior, he has mm. the, like he has the, he doesn't have the experience, but he mm. has this heart that he really wants to work and wants to learn from the big ones. Yeah. And, but he's in an entry level. He's very, mm. he's like, 
he's a recent, like a recent graduate student. And yeah. he just wants to be part of this creative world. I mean, how do you measure that kind of successes from that, those kind of candidates? Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of uh, when you're at the stage of your career, I think you've got you do have to be patient and you have to be willing to learn off everyone and accept that you're going to make mistakes. Um, from my point of view, working with with younger people in the industry, uh, I'd be a lot more involved and keep an eye on them and be ready to step in as I needed to. So it kind of eliminates any any risk. They can work freely and with confidence, knowing that you know if it all goes wrong i'm gonna i'll be there and i'll be trying to work out how we can like make a mentor right. yeah kind of um and it, yeah it's really important um uh, to do that because you know this industry now that we are existing largely in this online zoom world um it's really important to to bring the younger generations through and encourage and because yeah. we're not necessarily sat in the same office anymore where i can walk over to your desk say what are you doing? Uh, show me this. Let's do that. I mean, because those chats are just not there anymore. That interaction is just not there. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very conscious of, of people's um, experience. But as a job of a creative director, it's just just to be there, and I will catch you if you fall over. Um, uh, so yeah, it's kind of that, and that I hope hopefully breeds confidence for that person to you know do what, do what they're good at. Small businesses here in Latin America, they are that they are. A creative agency, and they are just beginning their new steps. How they could present the work, or what are the good ways to present the work for internal, for to internal companies or executives that really want to see the work done from that agency, or how yeah. to present it? I like the pitching thing. Uh, well, I mean, whenever you present, you you're doing it with you need to do it with with confidence in in what you're doing, and you need to be be prepared um i think if you i mean it's easy to say but if you believe that what you've done is the, the an amazing thing then people will see it and they will they will see your passion if you're if you're not convinced it's the best thing in the world i find it very hard to present something i don't think's that good and i think often people can tell and the confidence goes so right. again you've got to it's all that it's so it's in your interest to do the best thing you can possibly do because it shows it shows when you're presenting something it, it comes through your your personality um like actions like actions are the ones who talk better yeah than. i mean well we're, we're in a creative industry aren't we it's your your work essentially should do the, the talking if you're having to really sell what you and it does this and this then you know have you have you done it well enough because amazing amazing ideas and amazing executions that kind of sell themselves and they don't need too much explanation. Um, but also make sure whatever you're doing is simple. Um, I believe a, an idea is, you can only express an idea in a single sentence. If you're using several sentences to explain your idea, it might not be an idea that's that's working. It's not maybe not simple enough. Um, if you can say, you know, we are this company and we do this, or I am, I am this professional person and I do this, then it's that's so that's clear to people and people know what they're buying. So simplicity and confidence, I think, are the most important things I'm presenting. As you mentioned, uh, the BBC is just coming to the 100 years mm -hmm. uh, this year, St. James. 
I think. Yes, yeah, I think so. I wasn't around when it, it started, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I think, I'm pretty sure it's this year. I'm saying it very confidently. That's, that's why I present uh, Yeah, it is this year. Okay, so yeah. um, uh, companies like this, uh, everybody understands that uh, they have a different view for the future. So mm-hmm. about the future, James, where do you see the creative trends going? Um, I think obviously we're we're in a world where you know content is so accessible and therefore it's a, a very saturated market. There are so many so many suppliers. Um, what the BBC really concentrate on uh, in terms of their content is is the pure quality. The, the quality of what you do is, really stands out and sets you apart. So the the standards of the BBC will continue, but. We're the BBC is moving to a you know to be for the future to be on demand and you know exist not in the way it has existed for a hundred years, which is you know standard radio and, and television channels. It's about about being trusted as well. I mean the trends the trends in broadcast is such a exciting industry because it, it's moving all the time, but um, on demand is certainly the where the BBC's major investment is at the moment. Actually, what you're saying is uh, content is king and will always be, right? Yeah, I could have said so. I could have said all that really quickly. Just what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It really is, and um, it's why you know the BBC is able to export certain shows like I don't know, right. Peaky Blinders, example, around the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you know, has successes in in that respect. But then, you know, Netflix invests hugely in what they they do. Amazon are investing, Apple investing, Disney investing. Um, it's a it's a tough market, but you know, I believe that the BBC is shaping itself to to compete and you know still be relevant in you know twenty thirty years time. Yeah, of course. Well, James, we are almost in the end of the podcast and we like you to give us like some final words for our Latin American community that they really, they have their own businesses or they are creative directors like you and they want to step ahead or give one more push to their career journey in these yeah, ways. I, I would say don't don't compromise on, you know, your, your values in terms of try and be the best. Um, you know, you never in this industry, you never stop learning and you're never you're never the finished product. I don't you know, I'm a creative director, but I'm still learning every day. Uh, I learn more off the younger people in the industry uh, than I do the older people. Um, and I think uh, it's very important to sort of get yourself out there. If if you're doing done something amazing, just share it with the world because we will see it and you know, be aggressive in your self-promotion because you know, it will pay off eventually, you'll get noticed and then, you know, everything happens. But if you're, if you're following your passion, then, you know, you, you're doing everything right.